Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Money Watch ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Welcome to the Eye on Money show. It is Tuesday, July 5th, and we are here to try to help you make the next best financial decision in your life. And maybe it's not a big decision. Sometimes, uh, you know, you just want to know, am I on track? Or is that really the most common subject line, Mark? This is executive producer Mark Talaris, your own co-host. Is that the most common thing? You know, am I on the right track is usually the right, the subject line. Am I on the right track? Should I be doing Roth conversions? Yeah. It's like Roth, am I on the right track, retirement check-in, something like that. But it can be anything going on in your financial life. Uh, okay, so if you've got a question, go to jillonmoney.com, click the Contact Us button, Mark will get the message, and if you're willing to come on the air, just make sure you check that box. That is what Claire did. Claire is on the line from Missouri. Claire, could you say this, the name of your state so I don't say it incorrectly? Because I've heard people say Missouri, and then I've heard say Missouri. So how how am I to say it? Tell me. Missouri. Oh, my God. You were like, whoa, (laughs) dripping with sarcasm. Don't even do it the other way. Okay. Missouri for you, Ms. Claire. Okay. How can we help you out today? So I have a question. I am selling my house very soon. I'm moving in with my partner and I'm going to have money from the sale of my house that I'd like some advice on what to do with it. All right. How much are you selling for? Around 200,000. Is there a mortgage that's outstanding? Yes, about ninety two thousand left on that. Okay, so it's it'll be a hundred thousand net ish. Yes. Okay, great. Um, where does the partner live? Like in a house in an apartment? A house as well, a very comparable house to what I sold. What is the financial arrangements with said partner? Now I'm getting really very. I'm about to get under the hood here, so get ready. Yeah. Um, so finances are separate. I will pay him 
rent essentially. Um, half the cost of the mortgage will split utilities, but otherwise not mixing money. Okay. Tell us about yourself, Claire. Like, how old are you? So I'm 31. I'm an engineer. I'm ready for the spreadsheet to get pulled okay. out. That's right. I... Um, how much do you earn? Uh, 120. Do you use a retirement plan at work? I do. So we have, I have about 115000 in a Roth 401k and about the same amount in the companies in ESOP. Um, so I have about 100000 in that. And then I have a Roth IRA, which has about $45,000 in it. And then I have recently bought $10,000 in I-bonds. Good, good, good. I love it. How about cash? I'm about 15000 Okay. Any loans outstanding? The school loans, car no, loans? Nothing no, other no. than mortgage. No. Um, <laughs> what else is coming up? Like, you need a car? Do you need, you're going to take a big trip with your partner to celebrate that you're moving in? I mean, nothing major. I should be good on, God willing, good on my car for a while. Does your, um, does your employer have an HSA possibility or not? No. Okay. Anyone else you need to worry about? Parents? bust out siblings who you love but are terribly <laughs> irresponsible? No, luckily no. That's great. Okay. Yeah. So right now you're maxing out your 401k, you're maxing out your Roth as well, right? Correct. Okay. Before we had this extra 100,000, how was the cash flow? I'm comfortable, luckily comfortable. Do you have like extra money that you could put? I mean, you had 10,000 that you went into I-bonds. Was there, uh, is there always extra money thrown around or not really? Yeah, I move a fair amount to savings every month. Um, I do have, I have about another 15,000 in just some mutual funds. I have an Ameritrade account that when I feel like Why? I have to in savings. Why do you have an Ameritrade account of all that? Uh, you know, it was something I started right out of college. All right. I haven't fine. added to that in a long time. What kind of mutual fund do you have in there? It's a Vanguard Global Minimum Volatility Fund. Oh, all right. So that's fine. You're using an index fund. Okay. I feel like your 15000 in cash is a little light. Are the I-bonds considered your emergency as well? Yeah, that is kind of the thought okay. with those. All I right, had... that seems okay. That seems, and you got the 15 in the Ameritrade. And is there any work that you're going to do? You're going to like, <laughs> I just have this sense like, oh yeah, we're going to move in together. Everything's great. I'm now redoing your kitchen. Like, is there <laughs> anything like that going to happen? I don't think, no, nothing planned. We talked about that. Is he have a good job? Everything is like you're just you're all you're doing is splitting expenses. So, okay. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings at hundreds of stores, including Doc Martens, Ninja Kitchen, and Hotels.com. Prep for summer and save big on beauty, travel, electronics, and more. It's one of Rakuten's biggest cash back events, and it's on May 6th through May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. All right, Mark, what do you want to do with this uh, 100 grand from the house? Based on what I've just heard, I, and, you know, she's already maxing everything out. There's not, it's not like they need a, there's a kid or a 529 plan or anything like that. So I would probably put it in the brokerage account, but I don't think I would use Ameritrade. I would, since there's a Vanguard fund in there, I would probably open up an account at Vanguard and see if I can roll that fund over. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like if you're, are, are you the, are you like a, a hands-on investment person or do you just, are you a set it and forget it kind of person? I would like to be more hands-on, but I find it a little intimidating. Okay. And you, your Roth is at Vanguard or is your Roth at, at um, uh, Ameritrade as well? 
It is at Ameritrade as well. I mean, it's in a Vanguard index fund. I mean, like you could stay at Ameritrade if you like it. I don't want to like whatever. I always think of it as TD Ameritrade, but it's Ameritrade and it's fine. If you like the platform, I mean, you're an engineer. Do you like the the interface that they have or not? Not particularly. Let's move these over and you can go straight to Vanguard, which by the way, doesn't have a great interface, but you know, there's a reason why you basically have free trading and free funds there. <laughs> you can play around, but I think Vanguard's a pretty like low key place and you can move everything there. And then when the hundred goes into the mutual fund account, Mark, what's the allocation that you want for Claire? She's young. She's 31. The sky's the limit. She's an engineer. She could probably write a check for whatever job she wants going forward. I would be 90% in stocks and 10% in bonds. I know that's probably too much for you, Jill, but she's 31. She's 31. So I'm, I'm okay. That's all right. How do you feel about that, Claire? I am pretty risk averse. Oh, I heard that because did you notice the fund that she chose, which was the, what was it? The limited volatility fund or some limited volatility. What's the allocation inside your 401k? Is it mostly stocks? So you feel better about stocks there? So I did a Vanguard, the target retirement. And the ESOP, is that the stock of the company, right? And is it a private or a public company? Private. It's Entirely employee-owned. Okay. So that is, and by the way, that is high risk. So I'm okay with you pulling the risk back on this other money. Okay. How would a 70-30 feel for you? Better? Worse? Similar? Still too much risk? Better. Let's do seven. Let's, how, I think you should try 70-30. I think you'd be okay with that. And so what you would do is at Vanguard, the 30%, I mean, if you want to be super risk averse, you could say, you could put 10% in a plain old money market, which will earn you nothing, essentially, 20% in an intermediate term bond fund. And of the 70%, you can keep your, um, you know, you can keep your low volatility fund. I said it like that, low volatility fund. What should the 70% be in, Mark? Just you want it to be an index fund. Um, uh, you know, she's risk averse. So maybe should we do like the dividend growth fund or something like that? What do you think? No, I, I would still do probably, you know, the S&P 500 or a total stock market. That's what I would still do. She's got her 30% elsewhere. So let's do total stock market for, say, of the money, right? So there's 70%. Let's do 60% total stock and 10% international. And then and then the rest in the uh, either the intermediate term growth or a little cash. And then you'll be fine and you keep saving anyway. And um, you think you might marry this, uh, this so-called partner <laughs> with do. his home, Yes. Is that a possibility? Yeah. Do your parents like this person? They they do. Right. All right. Mom called him my lid last night. Oh my, <laughs> oh my God. I like it. That's very nice. Oh, anything else that's on your mind that we have not covered? Um, okay. I do have a question about savings. How do you, with money in cash, you said that seemed a little light with the 15. What should that be or what's a good Okay, so let me ask you something. Have you ever, you're an engineer, so this might appeal to you. Have you ever tracked how much money you actually spend on a monthly yes. basis? Mm-hmm. What's that number? All in like $2,400. You ready for your big engineering problem? Get your HP, what was that little calculator? HP 12C, okay. Get your big calculator out. You ready for this? Ready. 2,500 times six. That's it. <laughs> Got it. That's, okay. that's the lowest amount. That's six months of your expenses in the bank. You can go up to a year. So now you can do double that. And now you know what the range is. Six to 12 months of your living expenses. That's it. 
if you wanted to have right now, you have 10 grand in I bonds and 15 grand in cash. So you got 25 and like, could it be 30? Yeah, sure. So you could throw an extra five grand in the cash account. That would be fine. You know, but you, you're, you have job security in your current workplace. What would make you move, by the way? What would get you to move? I'm always intrigued by this. You're, you're securing your job. You like your job. What would get you to move? I really can't think of money. I don't know for what I do. I could do better. Really? What if I said there's someone who's going to pay you 150 grand? Would you move? That'd oh, be hard. Yeah, that is tough. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I really like where I'm at. So I think I'd say no. All right. That's great. I always like to know, I just ask that as like a generalized question, you know, so that I think that that's worth asking the, those kinds of questions. If you get married, then we would want you to do some estate planning, meaning like you do have wills sure. and, you know, and, and healthcare proxies. I mean, if something bad happened to you right now, who would want to make, who would you want to make a decision on your behalf and your health, him or your mom? <laughs> I, I would say him. I don't know that my mom would say that. Okay. So, so the only thing I would point out is that if you wanted to, you know, get a jump on this, if you're thinking about this, right, that's one of those issues that like, you, you know, I don't want to put my mother in that position. I'm 31 years old and like he knows me better than mom does or mom's going to keep me on a machine for the rest of my, you know, breathe as long as I can breathe and I wouldn't want that, whatever. But like, that's the only reason why you would have do some sort of planning before getting married that you felt like, oh, you know what? I don't want to really have that. So you can always have a will, but most of the assets you own will pass by contract. Yeah, I mean, I have not the transfer on death. Right. So, you know, it's not, it's not the worst thing in the world. So when you get married or if you get married to this guy, then, you know, yeah, sure. Go ahead and do it. But other than that, I don't think you need anything. You're in great shape. You really are. You're you're rocking and rolling. You know, the sale of the house is great and you have this extra money and it'll really jumpstart some of your non-retirement saving, which is terrific. So I think this all works out very, very well for you. All right. I appreciate it. All right. Quite a lot. all right. Thank you so much. Pleasure. If you, like Claire, want a little eyeball on some windfall that you've gotten, or maybe it's a big bill that you are trying to figure out how to pay, or maybe you're remodeling your home or whatever it is, we'd love to hear from you. Go to JillOnMoney.com, click the Contact Us button, complete the form, and don't forget to let us know if you want to come on the air. Now, while you're on the website, a couple of things. We've got a free weekly newsletter. It's fantastic. So, please subscribe to that. Also, we've got a whole bunch of other content. We've got another podcast, which is called Jill on Money. I write a blog. We've got a radio show. I've got video stuff, all sorts of things that are like right there on the website for you. So I'd like to also tell you, we drop these episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Mark Talercio is the co-host and the executive producer. We're distributed by CBS. Please lift someone up today and remember our mantra, curiosity, compassion, community. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you on Thursday. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Some puzzles are hard to solve. Others are hard to prove. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. 
Access episodes early and ad-free with 48 Hours Plus on Apple Podcasts. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Devaya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. 